Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back on the Rob Dibble Show with Ben Darnell on your afternoon drive. John Gallo on the ones and twos. One of our favorite people, Mike Petralia. We hope he's been safe up in Boston. He works for CLNS Media, covers the Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots. He joins us now on the Harvey Building Products Hotline. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I worked hard all weekend on my new library. There you go. There you go. The Mike Petralia Library. The Mike Petralia Library. All right, well, maybe you can add the Cam Newton book to your uh, collection. What do, what do you think that is going to bring the Patriots in, and do they need to revamp the old offense? Do they have to do something different if, if Cam Newton does uh, stay with the Patriots? Uh, well, I'll answer the first question, uh, the last question first, Dibs. I think uh, they have to certainly make some tweaks uh, to the offense if he does make the roster. Um, the reason being, he is a different type of quarterback, has spent, uh, you know, really essentially his whole eight-year NFL career uh, playing as a mobile quarterback who could take off at a moment's notice because he's one of the best uh, and most athletic and strongest quarterbacks uh, there are and there has been in the National Football League in recent memory. You know, he's six foot five, two 240 pounds, everybody knows. Uh, Bill Belichick loves his big quarterbacks uh, and admires big quarterbacks around the NFL. You know what he's always said about Ben Roethlisberger? Well, he's got that kind of guy now, at least in camp. Uh, the question is, uh, can, can, can Cam Newton uh, read defenses down the field? Can he keep his eyes down the field? Because that is something uh, Bill Belichick has always uh, admired about Tom Brady. And that's been, you know, maybe one of the criticisms of Cam Newton is that when he takes off, out of the pocket. He doesn't always keep his eyes down the field. So um, certainly I think if he does make the roster dibs, um, they're going to have to tweak some of the things that he has you know, been accustomed to doing over the first eight years of his career. But I love the move to answer the first question, uh, Rob, uh, about bringing in uh, Cam Newton in terms of the competition it brings for Jared Stidham. I think certainly uh, Jared Stidham, you know, the, you just expect a second-year quarterback to pick up the Patriots' offense um, and do it without any problems. It's maybe a little bit pie in the sky. And maybe. And the other thing is I think they don't want to give a guy like uh, Jared Stidham the sense of being comfortable too early in his career. Can you explain the financial details to all of this and how they got it done where they're basically well, getting a steal? Uh, I mean, there's a ton of incentives that allow him, if he makes reaches all of the incentives, uh, to uh, make $7.6 million. But uh, because the Patriots were under some such constraints in the salary cap, uh, they signed him for the veteran minimum, minimum of a one point, uh, just over $1 million a year. So uh, there are uh, easy-to-reach and not-so-easy-to-reach minimums uh, that are built into the contract. 
uh, for Cam Newton. And that's really, you know, a smart way for the Patriots to play it. Uh, obviously, I think the Patriots had to play the waiting game here uh, to get to the point where Cam Newton didn't have many options left. And the only thing really for Cam Newton to do uh, was to uh, take an offer from a team that he felt was still in a highly competitive situation closer to camp. And that's what the New England Patriots are. How long do you think that, that McDaniels and Belichick have, have you know, been intrigued by Cam Newton? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the first time, I'm probably back, truly intrigued, probably back to the uh, year that he won the MVP in 2015 and brought the Panthers to the Super Bowl. Um, I think they were, you know, very, very intrigued by him. Uh, I think certainly they kept an eye on him early in his career, uh, as they do, uh, you know, as they've done their due diligence throughout their careers, right? I mean, they've always kept their eyes on players that have intrigued him. Um, certainly Cam Newton was somebody that I'm sure caught Belichick's eye coming out of Auburn and what he did uh, down there. But um, I think probably they were their interest was peaked after he won the Super Bowl and saw what he could do uh, roaming outside the pocket and how accurate he was and how strong he was. He's just, he is a uniquely gifted quarterback uh, who, could, who has an incredibly strong arm uh, and is a powerful runner. Can you explain to me why this camera gate, it's funny, it's the cam era and the camera, <laughs> the camera gate today, um, why this camera gate is a less of a defense, according to the punishment, than Spygate. And knowing that, you know, Spygate's the Super Bowl and Cameragate is the Bengals, but you would think this is a repeat offender, my man, that they would get even worse a punishment that they got the first time. Different, totally different for this reason. Um, uh, Spygate, the, you know, alleged taping of the Super Bowl 36 walkthrough of the St. Louis Rams, uh, and then what the Patriots did on top of that, um, you know, to open the 2007 season, uh, and that's when they really got into hot water. Uh, that was essentially uh, acknowledged to be conducted by the Football Operations Department and a byproduct to the Football Operations Department. This was not. This was Kraft Sports Entertainment and had nothing to do with the Football Operations Department. And the NFL essentially agreed with that. However, the reason there is a significant football operations penalty is this was an organizational uh, edict and an organizational penalty handed down by the National Football League saying we don't care if it wasn't football operations we are going to penalize the entire or New England Patriots organization and that's really what what the difference is here uh, certainly they I think the NFL uh, you know achieved its uh, main goal of penalizing the organization pretty Deeply, I'd say, for a third-round pick for something the football operations had nothing to do with. Uh, and I do believe that. And I think the, uh, the Patriots uh, football department uh, did a good job of saying that right away. Uh, they made their statement right away. Uh, they handed over all of the information that they had about the case, and um, which was nothing. I mean, essentially, their, their statements, their sworn statements. And they convinced the National Football League that, indeed, uh, this had nothing to do with football operations. That's why um, this penalty had, you know, did not mirror Spygate whatsoever. 
Talking to Mike Petralia from CLNS Media. Check out his stuff online. It's fantastic. He joins us on the Harvey Building Products Hotline. Um, as far as the Patriots and, you know, much maligned over the over the years in different uh, scandalous activities and things like that. Um, as far as the guy that was involved, he was already let go by the Patriots. Why, why was he yeah. suspended again by the NFL and, and, you know, he can't come back until they allow him to come back? I mean, some of the things in there just seem like they were a little bit, I don't know, erroneous. Well, no, I think, Dibs, what they're doing there is there's, they're, they penalize the organization, but they also uh, laid down the law to uh, this particular individual who uh, is an unfortunate byproduct of a uh, case of circumstance, right? right? I mean, he happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time when the NFL wanted to make a statement. And the statement going forward from the league is if anybody around the league is thinking about doing this, they better know that the league is watching very closely and will enforce the policies. That's why, you know, what the NFL did in, in banning this particular gentleman uh, from any uh, NFL facilities, and definitely that's why they chose that punishment. So he could work in the Red Sox replay room, though. It Ooh. won't be a big deal, right? Job oh, opening. I see what I, you did, did there. You see what I did there? There's a job opening. There's a job opening. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. Uh, we're watching Tom Brady work out, it feels like you know the league, even though they say they, they don't like looking at it, is kind of jealous that he's getting to work out more than most just because of where he's at in Florida. Um, what about the Patriots in workouts prior to camp starting? Has there been any such workouts going on over there in Foxborough? No, uh, not to my knowledge uh, at all. I mean, they're, they're doing they're, – uh, based on what we ju- the discussion we just had, um, they are going to follow the letter of the law very strictly. And they know that all league eyes and, and all league security, NFL security eyes, are going to be on Foxborough to make sure that they don't uh, cut any corners. And uh, certainly that's, what I think, what the Patriots are doing. You know, all of these athletes have, have been upfront that they can work out on their own. They're, they can do things in groups away from the facility. They just cannot be in the facility um, uh, because there are strict rules and regulations uh, in place in, in terms of working out. So um, once the, the facility does open uh, and they are allowed to work out, uh, you know, it'll, I'm sure it'll be a lot like hockey uh, where there will be groups of players allowed in at a particular time uh, to go forward and get ready for the season. But uh, I have not heard of anybody breaking any rules down there or even – uh, even getting a whiff of anybody thinking about doing what Tom Brady is doing down in Tampa. What do you think about the Red Sox when they come back? I, I know that the NBA guys are kind of nervous. I've heard some of the Patriot guys are nervous. What, what have you heard about the Red Sox? I, I know the manager, I played with Ron Renneke. He's a little bit apprehensive about coming back with the coronavirus still out there. Uh, what are you hearing? Uh, just that there, all the precautions possible will be taken and Dibs, I don't know how you feel about this, but you're either all in or you're all out. You, you can't be halfway on something like this. Either you feel like the leagues, like Bruce Cassidy, NHL, or the Bruins head coach said this morning, uh, the leagues are going to do everything in their power to reassure players that safety is number one. And they're not going to do anything that is going to leave 
um, them vulnerable in any way, shape, or form. And if the player does feel vulnerable, they are going to be encouraged to step forward and sit down with not only the coaching staff, but the front office of said team and uh, get those uh, concerns out in the open so that the team can deal with it. And, you know, in hockey, Cassidy said, you know, if the player is uncomfortable, we probably can't keep them from, um, you know, sitting out this particular uh, season, the 2020 season, uh, until they feel more comfortable that you know, stricter guidelines or a safer environment uh, is in place. And I would say that's probably the way most baseball players feel. The big difference, though, Rob, is in baseball, uh, they're not playing in a bubble. All of these teams are going to be playing in their home cities and traveling on airplanes. And I think there will be a sense of normalcy that the player, baseball players get to enjoy um, that players in, in hockey and, and the NBA do not. So I think that is ironically going to make these players, I think, feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more in their element. And the best bet right now for a sport actually starting when they say they are and finishing their sport would probably be NBA right now, Mike. When it comes to the Celtics, how good are they now coming back? How ready will they be when they get to the bubble down in Orlando here in the end of the month? I think they're going to be one of the favorites to win it all just because I think Brad Stevens is one of the brightest and most prepared coaches there is. And, you know, we just had a discussion about, uh, you know, players being concerned where, what is their mental state of mind heading into action and, and resuming play in the midst of a pandemic. And I think uh, Brad Stevens is going to be very sympathetic to his players not only with regards to the pandemic, but he's already reached out in terms of social justice and what a lot of uh, players are feeling uh, in terms of where the world, where their country is headed right now and, you know, the things that need to be done uh, to address uh, racial inequality. And Brad Stevens has been at the forefront of that. And to me, the X's and O's will take care of themselves. It's how comfortable are these players playing in, in the current environment, which really couldn't be more abnormal uh, if you, know, you were playing on Mars. It is just going to be very, very different for a number of different reasons. And I think uh, the Celtics certainly have uh, the firepower uh, to be prepared to head into these uh, playoffs and play to a level, I think, that would certainly warrant them getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying that they're going to beat the L.A. Lakers or – uh, Milwaukee if they get that far, but uh, certainly they're well positioned to make a deep, deep run. All right. Uh, and any books we might be surprised in your library? Yeah, what is in the library, Mike? Uh, GBD. I'm, I'm, I'm still curating, uh, as my better half uh, has told me throughout <laughs> the last couple of weeks as I've been undertaking this project. But uh, obviously, yes, there's a lot of Reds memorabilia in here. There's a lot of Bill and Elba memorabilia. Um, uh, sports books, uh, political books. Um, I run the gamut. <laughs> Very nice. What Very are, nice. What are your thoughts on the college sports this fall, Mike? I actually, uh, I'm look. I'm glad you brought that up because you know I've had a couple of uh, Zoom calls, been on a couple of Zoom calls, I should say, with uh, Jeff Halfley, and I think they're going to. I think the games are going to bring some normalcy back to these uh, college campuses. Obviously, we, we spoke of the cultural um, 
environment in our country right now and the turmoil that's going on in our country. And a lot of that resides on colleges and college campuses. I think football is a necessary means to bring back some relaxation for students who have had their worlds you know, disrupted. And I think college football will be back. Um, I'm not saying there's going to be 50,000, 80,000 people in the stadium. There isn't going to be that, certainly at the start. Uh, but I do, uh, I am hopeful that college football will be underway. One thing I'll tell you is uh, these colleges, at least Boston College, is already planning uh, for media to be in attendance at the game, certainly with strict guidelines. Uh, but to me, that's a sign they're, they're moving forward if these colleges are uh, preparing for to have media uh, on site to cover the games. Mike, as always, my friend, thank you so much for uh, you know coming on and giving us some information. Uh, we appreciate your opinions as well. Thank you, sir, and be well. All right, you guys as well. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.